You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is ESPN Radio's Barton Hahn Podcast. We roll into hour number three of Barton High, presented by Progressive Insurance. We got your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Hour number three, Bart Scott, holiday book energy, too. What's that mean? It's the power hour. We're going to do it like that. It's the power hour. Weak. It's the power hour. It's the power hour. It's the power hour, 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 hour. <laughs> Much better. No, I thought you were going to pop a vessel. 888-SAY-ESPN, <laughs> 888-729-3776 is the number. Let's go to David in New York. David. What's up, fellas? What's, What's up? happening? What it do? I'm going to put it all together. First of all, Bart, you are out of your mind making fun of Keith Sweat like that. Leave his voice alone, okay? <laughs> you know, you, leave, you, leave it alone. Bart. Have you ever sung in a fan? Leave it alone. The point I wanted to make was with the Yankees and Knicks together. Han, uh-huh. I called you once before, and I told you Boston has the Bambino curse, or had. The mm. Knicks have the Ewing curse. I told you that. Feels like it. Look at the Knicks. This is years later. Mm-hmm. For the Yankee fans, be happy that we are moving forward. I understand that we haven't won the championship yet, but look, we're in a rebuild. We had a decent year during a rebuild. People go ahead and lose. I just think we need to calm down and just understand, Yankee fans, be happy that you're not the Knicks because the Knicks can't get anything done, unfortunately. It's been a, Have a good day, fellas. Thank you, David. I mean, it's been a struggle, that's for sure. Um, I would rather call it, this is more like the Larry Bird jinx, you know? The curse of the Bambino? Yeah. That's because you traded, a, the Red Sox traded away a guy who turned into a, you know, a superstar. Yeah. The Knicks didn't trade away somebody that became a superstar, but what they did was pass on drafting Larry Bird mm. because he wasn't going to come out of school right away. It was going to take them a year to convince him to play for them. Now, Red Auerbach, he took that gamble. I'll draft Larry Bird, and I'll spend the whole year trying to, trying to get him to sign with us. And he did. Larry led. And the rest is history. We got the curse of Darko. That's a rough one. What would have been? Still got a chip, though. What would have been? If but we, you didn't get mellow. We had went to five straight. What if we would have got mellow? Yeah, that's true. Mello would be in the Hall of Fame already because he would have won three chips. And he would have retired already? He would have been greater than LeBrick Brick. Oof. Really? With that team, he would have. He would have that crew, they would have been. They, really they would have dominated LeBron early. They would have been good, and they would have won maybe three titles. And he would have won, and he would have been going somewhere else on the second trip, trying to figure out how to, how he's going to get his second mm-hmm. run of titles. Let's go to Calvin in Virginia. Calvin, that looks like we're on the same mission today. Yeah, the other girl. Oh, that's I saw him. I saw him. Calvin, what's up, Calvin? Oh, Calvin got a hey, job at Mickey D's. Calvin's working on something right now. Calvin. Oh, I get it. Oh, <laughs> I oh listen, this, right, might, be know, this, this might be interesting. This is interesting. What's going on with Calvin? Ooh, Calvin? Yeah, baby. Hey, happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. 
Pimpin', pimpin'. <laughs> Calvin! Yeah, Calvin, a guy called no, up. He, he definitely then just he, wait. He put, us, he put us on mute real quick. Yeah, he's like, mm. like, I'm in the midst of something. I'm not going on that show right now. DJ in Iowa, DJ. Yeah, man, I just wanted to talk to Bart real quick about it, man. He forgot a couple like Jodeci. Mm-hmm. If you listen to their cover lately, mm-hmm. and yes, also, uh, I've heard you it. Think you're lonely now. It, I mean, come on, man. You're yo, 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 yo. They were born. What year you think they was born? They were born before 1980. Jojo like Fitty. That lately Almost. cover, one of the best. KC and Jojo about fifty. Mm-hmm. They they like you seventy put babies. In there? Huh? Yeah, no, but these in Vogue in there, bro. In Vogue, you, you making my point Again, for me? They're all they're, fifty. You don't realize they're how old older they are. than me. They old as hell. Yeah, Dr. Dre is fifty four. Just true. so you know, Dr. Dre and Jay Z is in a fifties, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> that's they, they on our right, side. Man, thank you, guys. Thank you, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> he had to realize it for a minute. Like these dudes, all grandparents. <laughs> Snoop just got a grandbaby. Uh, Snoop is granddad. It's amazing, isn't it? Trey's in Florida. Trey. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Just want to say how great the show is. Uh, I love y'all. Um, and, and yeah, being more old school, I'm, I'm 38. It's hard to say. I still remember, you know, Whitney is the best. You know, Whitney Houston is the best singer I've ever heard. So, mm-hmm. uh, love y'all's thoughts. So I'll hang up. Y'all have a great day. Thank you, Troy. You yeah. just you just put on the bodyguard soundtrack, and you be like, man, it. it'll make you cry. It's, it like you know, somebody sing it make you cry. Yeah, like make you cry. Like shed a tear. She says she will say if I. Those two words, and you're done. Done. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right, let's make Bart happy and talk some Ravens with Anthony in Jersey. Anthony? Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, Ant? Hey, Bart, I've been wanting to call you for a few weeks now. Um, I just I need for you to make me feel a little better about yeah. the situation. Yeah, um, but- over the past few weeks, uh, I've kind of lost some confidence in this team uh i just don't know what it is i don't know if it's lamar not having a number one guy i mean obviously he's hurt that doesn't help anything but just the offense hasn't hasn't looked right do you think it's like an offensive coordinator thing do you think it's not having a wide receiver a true number one wide receiver do you like what what do you think it is because I think they big... should be undefeated this year, mm. and I just they just seem like they don't have that magic that they've had the past couple of years. Yeah, I, I think a big part of that kind of goes with the inconsistency and the unavailability of Ronnie Staley because that 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 secures and secures the left side. You know, Zeitler's going to be one of the um, biggest vote getters, you know, for the Pro Bowl as well. And also, teams decide to double Mark Andrews, and it puts a lot of pressure on Duvernay and Robinson, who you know couldn't stay on the roster with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I, I, I wish one day that Lamar Jackson can get his AJ Brown, his Stephon Diggs, his Cooper Cup, his Jamar Chase. I mean, his Amari Cooper. Everybody within the division, even within the division. I mean, this Pickett's guy looks good, man. Like and and they and, and he's the second or third receiver for or the second receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. So the 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 beauty of it is and, and the belief is that this defense will start rolling into shape. I think, you know, when we talk about Robert Quinn, he's unleashed Patrick Queen not to have to think, not to have to make the, the, the strength calls, not to make the adjustments, not to make the checks, and it's freed him because that's a heavy burden to carry when you, you can't really just go out and be wild and crazy because you can't get up and celebrate because you have to look to the sideline to get the call. You know, Ray did that for me. I think Ray Quan Smith does that for Patrick Queen. 
uh, but they're going to have to get some consistency. The good thing is they have uh, Trevor Huntley, but also they don't have a tough schedule like they had last year when they lost last minute to Green Bay, last minute to the Steelers, last minute to um, um the Green Bay Packers. There's going to be a lot of pressure, though, obviously, on Huntley. I mean, it's it's the main thing. Thank you, Anthony. Um, I, I just don't know when the Bengals playing the way they're playing yeah. and the Ravens losing Lamar and seeing him limping well, off be, the field. Like when he, they brought him into the locker room, you see that limp you're worried about. Even if well, it's, it's a couple three, of weeks. It's three, it's three weeks, though. It doesn't matter. I th- like, I think, but I think they can hold on for three weeks. Also, you got to think that the, the Bengals have a tough schedule. Yeah, remaining. they do. No, you're so right. They, they got to they go and they have to face the Ravens, so the Ravens be able to handle their business. But also, they got to play the Buffalo Bills, who are trying to be the number one seed because they understand how important it is to go through Orchard Park. Yeah. So well, we were just that, talking about how the Bills without Von Miller are going to yeah, be a lot different. But, but, the Bengals but, are feeling. Look, this game against the Browns, that, too. Yeah, but that can go either way. This game so, against the Browns is not an easy one either. Right. I know, you know, Deshaun hasn't looked, he didn't look himself in the first week. Yeah. He's got to get more rhythm. But it's those divisional games, as you know, you played in it. They go either way. Those are tough. Hey, guess who's back? Calvin in Virginia. So do we have him back now, Calvin? Hey, can y'all hear me? We got What's you. up, Cal? What was going what'd you, on, What you have going hey, on there, man? Hey, look. First off, first off, let me admit, I didn't get the number. She she hit me with the she got a boyfriend. Oh, uh, but, you know, man. But, hey, look, it's all good, bro. What it's your friend got to do with me? I got it, man. I'm not trying to it, hit that, see? I got, I got plenty. I'll be having plenty of opportunities, man. It, it's all good. You know what I'm you saying? You know what? I, I don't know. <laughs> right, well, good thing women out, out, outnumber two to one. What do you got for us? All right, so first thing I want to say is is that I think that Washington, and I'm a Washington fan, has a better chance to make the playoffs because we have a more um, explosive offensive combination with Terry McLaurin and um, Heineke as opposed to the Giants kind of being single, um, more single with uh, with Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Yeah, one-dimensional, one-dimensional. And then I'm going to take that one off the air, but Bart, and I love you guys. Hate to see y'all go. I think it's actually a ploy to get people to download the app because I downloaded it because y'all are leaving me. Um, but you. you are tripping, Bart, if you are not including Alicia Keys and current modern day singers. You are tripping. Uh, she, 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 she's, Alicia, Alicia Keys more of a musician. She's not a great singer, right? She she can't she can't out sing Whitney. She can't out sing Mariah. She can't out she can't out sing Patty. She can't out sing Shaka Khan. She can't out sing. Can uh, we make a pass? She was born in eighty one. You said before eighty. Yeah, I mean, I, she's right on the cusp yeah, she, of that. She's forty one. Generational. She's forty one years yeah, old. Yeah, I tell you what, we ain't talking about Maya. I mean, that's I, I would include Alicia Keys in but this conversation. She, Thank you, Cal. Alicia Keys is like John Legend. John Legend is a okay singer, but it's more of a total package because the piano comes with him. He, he's not a great singer. But he maybe he can't, he maybe can't, instrument wise, yeah. But he's a hell of an entertainer, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about singers. Like I like said, singing John and Legend singing. is like what Sinatra was. Yeah, it was a whole package yeah. of it that you just were like, like I watched that guy perform. He ain't out singing the he songs out, and the way he sings them. He ain't out singing Elder Barge. He ain't out singing Gerald Levert, Eddie Levert. He ain't out singing damn near Tyrese. Mm-hmm. He ain't out singing Tank, Avant. The list goes on. Spartan Dave Hall. Hollister, Joe, R. Kelly. We can't even say R. Kelly. R. No, Kelly, the greatest, no, no. got the greatest catalog in history. Out. out. Okay, we out. can't. Okay. Eliminated. Okay, so can I ask our listeners? Eliminated. Can I, canceled. Can I ask our listeners? What? If we're canceling R. Kelly. You have to. Say goodbye to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Oh, no. We didn't just do this, did we? Okay. 
You Next, let's just you, bark you, up another. You can't tree. do that. I said it was a whole documentary. I don't want to whole start. documentary about. I don't want to go. So there. we go cancel our Kelly. Tell you what, we try, Michael Jackson dead. goodbye. Let's do this. And we can't Something eat no more Jello pudding. We can't have no Jello pudding let's because Bill Cosby. Audio files. Is part no more pudding. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, I said it. that's what it's we said. The barber shop. Tenth keys to progress giveaway for veterans. This year, their goal is to gift a vehicle to a recipient, small business, or one. Nonprofit in every state. See more about their annual giveaway to Keys to Progress. Woody Allen, you going to? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm putting cases on all you. I'm putting cases on all you. That's where you're at today. That's Bart Scott's energy today. How about Kevin Durant's energy? (laughs) So the Nets, for those around the country, need to understand that Brooklyn Nets play on the Yes Network. Mm. That's the network that the Yankees own. It's the Yankees network. The great Michael Kay. He's the voice of the Yes Network. He's the voice of the Yankees. So they share the same network. So when the Nets finished last night in the post game after the Aaron Judge news, Kevin Durant was asked, you know, a very simple question from a reporter, not basketball related, just a reaction for Aaron Judge. And his answer um, was interesting. Katie, non-basketball related question. We got the Yankee show coming up next on Yes. What's your reaction to Aaron Judge's contract and him getting that? I'm a national fan. I really don't care about Aaron Judge at all. That's exactly how I would answer it. I'm a Lions fan, son. I'm a Tigers fan, son. I mean, play along, nah, man. I hear you. First of all, I think he's... He trolling. He's trolling. He's trolling. I think he was sort York. of like, yeah, I'm not giving you what you're looking for. Yeah. Right? Like, I think He's so, always talked about being a Nationals fan. He's from D.C. And the Nationals are not like when he was a little kid. Hold up. He did win a champ. They did win a championship a couple years yeah, ago. Hey, wasn't he there? Didn't he, didn't he pull up? So, anyways, after this was... Posted, of course, and went all over social media. He did tweet, damn, this came out colder than I intended. It's all jokes. Welcome back to the city, 99. Yeah. So he, like, that's what people don't see. I always put up this fight he's about Kevin Durant. Yes. People always talk about him. Oh, he's too sensitive. Oh, he goes to social media. He fights troll. people. Oh, he likes messing with people. Yes. You can't take everything he says seriously because he just likes to get you all bristled and rattled. 
I did not think when I saw that clip, I was like, it "Oh, here goes, here goes KD again." Like he just, you knew, like he says it straight face. His delivery is on point because he does not, like he doesn't crack a grin, nothing. Yeah. And so most people want to believe it, but you're like, "No, he doesn't. He doesn't mean that because he respects athletes." All right. Coming up next, let's see on audio files where we go next from here. Um. Oh, that's true. So we have this interesting matchup between the Niners. And uh, the Bucks, where you have Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, and Tom Brady. Brock Purdy was how old when uh, Tom Brady was uh, made his debut? Was he like six months old? Anyways, Purdy discussed the age gap. I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. Um, dude's been playing football longer than I've been alive. So, um, yeah, to have a first start against you know the GOAT, it's going to be pretty cool. But... Um, just any other game, man. I just got to be efficient, do my thing, and play football. So, What do you think, Bart? It's an interesting gap there, don't you think? Yeah, I, I totally blanked out. Well, <laughs> you focus on so many other things. Brock basically thinking that it's cool, that his first start in the NFL is against a oh, guy who's been playing daddy, football before daddy. he was alive, right? <laughs> but it's still pretty cool that it's the greatest of all time. Well, I'll tell you what, Brock um, Purdy coming from Iowa State, you know, I talked to uh, some of his teammates like yesterday, and they just say he's a guy that when he comes back on the campus, you know, he does come back and revisit that campus. He shows a lot of love, so a lot of people are rooting for him. You know, Iowa State, you know, he's not he's not too too small for the moment. Let's hear this uh, this call here. Uh, so, did you see the end of? Um, it's the Jazz and the Warriors. I did. First of all, I thought the Warriors Clark's were up game. four with 13 seconds to go. Kaminga, game over, right? Kaminga thugging out. Game over, right? Up four, 13 over. seconds, game over. Not necessarily. Things went sideways. They hit a three. Then they get a steal. Yep. This happens, and you got to hear the call. Jerome gets the ball. Bounce pass into pool. It's not the way it's stolen. Jazz have it. Beasley to Bartekia. The call on 97.5, the zone. Um, Yo, that sounded like that, soccer you know or what I mean? hockey. That sounded like Hamill Jack's down the ball, yes. right? Or maybe um, <clears throat> it was it, yeah, it, bird to DJ. Stop, dog. Chill out. Chill out. See, there you go picking <laughs> See, scabs, you didn't like son. That. You didn't like that, did you? Not one of Zeke's finest but, but, moments. But the call, like, it's just the hysterics. By the way, him saying what just happened is literally what Steve Kerr said after the game. Yeah, like, what? What just happened? A win turning into an L. Like you know, it's, it's funny to watch Kaminga and Clark go at it because, like, at first, you know, Clark was uh, Jordan Clark. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Clark. He was he was apologetic. Then he was like, "Hold on, you trying to be tough?" And it's like, you know, you 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 see Kaminga, you know, he's a talent. He's so athletic, yeah. but you forget how young he is. Yeah, so kid. to see him starting to come, yeah, you know, see him starting to come to, to, to uh, Clarkson yeah. State, wild stuff up. there. Yeah, absolute wild stuff there. By the way, somebody that knows great finishes, of course, and has seen a lot through his NBA career is Jalen Brunson of the Knicks, and he joins us right now. Jalen, I don't know if you happen to be able to hear the call, but you might have seen what happened last night between the Jazz and the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors up four with 13 seconds to go. They end up losing on like two miraculous plays at the end. Did you happen to catch that? Uh, yeah, I did see. Um, I saw a little bit. And, um, I mean, you just never know what could happen in this league. I mean, game's not over until it's over. 
Tell you what, man, what I did see, I saw you getting up in um, Trigger's chest yesterday, man. Uh, do, how, how do you feel like you match up with him, you know, with your your strength and size? Trey Young. Yeah, Trigger. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let Elder Bar uh, I, I think, I I think um, he's, a, he's a special player. He's always been a special player. And, um, he just has a knack for getting to where he wants to go on the court and uh, making plays for himself and others. So it's definitely a tough task. Um, I got great teammates who uh, who are able to help me and um, uh, make life a lot easier for me. So I mean, he's he's great. You got to give him a lot of credit. And I'm just happy we just found a way to win yesterday. What did you think of the? I don't know if you saw these either. You guys had to have seen them. The uh, the, the King of Broadway sneakers he decided to wear at the Garden. As you know, people come into that place. They love putting on a show on the big stage, and he's a guy that's become notorious. You know, to Knicks fans since that playoff series two years ago. But when you see that now as a Nick player, you know, as a visitor, you know, you you've probably seen a lot of things. But as a player wearing the Nick jersey, does that do you look at it differently when players come in with that kind of swag? Um, not really. Uh, I think it's it's all a part of the game and all that stuff. It's it's kind of like celebrating, you know. Like if you don't want someone celebrating, don't let them score. You know, like if you don't want someone being like that, I mean, you gotta you gotta play better. You can't let them win. So it's just it's it's it goes. It can go either either way. I mean, we just you gotta protect home court. Let's talk about that. You were talking about the defense and the, and the help that obviously you got and. Uh, against Trey Young, it was undermanned Hawks team, but still, you got to beat who's in front of you, and you got to keep him under control, which you guys did. He's averaging twenty eight a game. He had only had, I believe, nineteen uh, in this game. The the rotation now, the last two games has been only nine players. A little more focus on defense as well, adding Deuce uh, into this rotation. You know he gets after it. I'm sure you deal with that every day in practice. Uh, it, what has changed with this group and with this nine man rotation? Why was it necessary to get to this? Um, I, 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 Tibbs is going to put us in a position to be successful, and he that's his that's his job, and he's going to do what he believes is best. Um, we have a lot of players on his team that are capable of doing a lot, so um, I mean it's a tough task for him, and it's just it's just a position that like nobody really wants to be in. But I mean you got to make tough decisions, so um, but we have guys who are always going to be ready, and uh, no matter what the situation is or whenever the number's called, so um. It's, I mean, it's next minute mentality, and you just you just never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, we're just we're focused right now. We want to just do whatever we can to win. You know, every team has its own identity about who they are and who they aspire to be and who they want to be. Who are you guys now? And what do you guys inspire to be? As you guys are coming together, got a new nucleus, and that takes time for for chemistry, nonverbal communication, and all that stuff to happen. You know, so what's the identity? What do you want it to be? And you know. How are you guys meshing together as a group? Uh, I think our chemistry is growing, and uh, it's definitely um, it's a tough task coming coming to a new team. And so, but uh, these guys are welcoming with open arms, and I'm just I'm just trying to fit in. Uh, I'm trying to be a, a great teammate. Uh, I'm also trying to be a leader at the same time. I just want to fit in with these guys. I know you face these questions, and I know you obviously see all the things that are said um, at this point. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of fans who look at Tibbs and feel like maybe there should be a change. You know, there's always going to be pressure on a franchise. You didn't make the playoffs last year as a team, um, and then this year under 500. You know, to start the season, tell us what he is as a coach. It's your first year playing for him, but obviously you have known him a really long time. 
what what is he like as a coach behind the scenes, and what is different that maybe fans don't realize that he brings? Um, Tibbs is a he's a mastermind. Now he knows a lot about the game of basketball. He's been around for a long time, and he's just he understands a lot, and uh, he's very knowledgeable. So I think um, he, it's just it's tough. You know, he's put in a position where it's a lot of expectations. Uh, are high, and um, especially after the, the year they went to the playoffs, and then not making it last year. And so, and just the way we started this year, we can be told, we can be so much better. And uh, but Tiz is going to put us in a position where he thinks we can succeed, and it's just on us to actually be able to go out there and do it. And I think we have the personnel. I think we have the ability to do it. Um, it's just you know we're still grinding and we're still working. And um, once we hit our stride, I think we can. Um, become a playoff team. You know, yesterday I was watching telecast and they were talking about Julius Randle and his off season about really, you know, working with his trainer when they found when he found out that they signed you, um, being able to come off pin downs and come off around on screens and being able to catch and shoot. What does that say about him as a teammate and also, you know, prepping before he even got opportunity to meet you and you guys have your first training camp to make sure that he can adjust his game to be able to accept you and allow you to thrive in the roles? Yeah, uh, it's, it speaks volumes, but I think Julius has done a great job of uh, welcoming me with open arms, and that's um, it's 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 been great. And uh, I think the chemistry that we're, we're creating is uh, just getting better and better. And um, he's going to continue to work, and uh, he's he's been a very hard worker his entire life. And so, um, I mean, he, he may say that he, you know, was working on his game as soon as I signed, but he he was working before that, and uh, he's he's just that's just who he is. You guys are all, that's the one thing that Tibbs loves about this group is like so many gym rats on this team, guys that are just willing to get in the gym and work. It's Jalen Brunson of the Knicks joining us right now, participating in the American Express uh, NBA 2K23 lab. He and R.J. Barrett, who we talked to earlier this week, will be there Saturday. It's a lab that features gaming areas with experienced 2K coaches, so participants can directly build new skills into their game. Now, uh, Jalen, uh, R.J.'s already... Who's better? Yeah, I was going to say, R.J. was already talking about his skills. Uh, how about yours? Um, I don't know, but at the same time, I'm not really too confident in RJ. Uh, he's just, <laughs> yeah, when it, when it comes to 2K, I just, I don't, I don't know. When it comes to anything outside of basketball, he just, he ducks all the smoke, so I'm not really too worried about it. <laughs> now, 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 it looks like he has a poker face. Now, are you a talker when you're playing? Are you letting guys know, mm. like, what's going on? Like, what get, you're doing to them is like when you do them, get, get in their head and their psyche? Um, I'm talk to. I only talk when I'm talked to. Um, I keep I keep quiet until you um, you know you bark up the wrong tree. You know. <laughs> I like that. I like See, that. That's, that's the dog in him. Yeah, that's how he was brought up. Remember, mm-hmm. he was brought up around the '90s Knicks. Part. <laughs> you wouldn't know about that. Oh, you mean you mean you mean a team that tried to imitate the Bad Boys? Got it. The Pistons? Yeah. No, they just took the Pistons. Thing oh, and made it, it better. Oh, that's stop. what they did. <laughs> Words hurt, man. Stop, <laughs> it, man. Stop. Jalen, we appreciate the time. All the best to you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. All right. Jalen Brunson of the Knicks. And again, that the event they have the, uh, in the city is in, um, let's see, Soho Loft, right, in Broadway in, uh, in New York uh, this weekend. And it's he and um, R.J. Barrett, part of it. Uh, Trey Young, believe it or not. So you've got, uh, you've got some NBA stuff going on. I wonder if he talk NBA as much stuff on the sticks as you do when, he, when he's playing in person. That, that's certainly something that I would – like, that's what you'd love to see. NBA players playing 2K and then trash-talking each other. But I guess you get that because they just record themselves doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Back to the calls we go. It is Barton Hahn, ESPN Radio. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Bart and Han. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This ain't even a ballad. This just that dance. Yeah, when it ends with somebody. Pre-Bobby Whitney. With somebody who loves Bobby. It's Bart and Han, presented by Progressive Say Insurance. Say do not you want to dance? Ooh. <laughs> 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Mike is in New York. What's happening, Mike? Oh man! Hello, Mike. You good? What up, Mike? I'm here. You scared me? We got you. We got yes. you, player. What's up? Hey man, um, I've been trying to got disconnected a few times, but anyway, yeah, I think Tibbs is totally the wrong coach for the Knicks at the moment. I, I think he's a great coach. First of all, let me put that right out there. I just think for the, the direction the team is trying to go, he's just the wrong coach at this time. They're young. The young boys have to play in order to, to develop. But they are Cam playing. Reddish is a beast. But, but wait, Mike. Mike, the young guys he's do. The young no, but Mike, the young guys do play. What young guys not playing? Cam Reddish was was averaging twenty minutes a game over a stretch. He was playing well. Then he got a groin injury. He came back and he just wasn't the same. And eventually, they ha- they just stopped playing him. But he, let, you know, like you can't play everybody. Play. So somebody has to sit, right? But all the like young guys are playing. I didn't I, like I like that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like like Evan Fournier is making all this money. He's sitting. The oldest guy in the team, not playing. He's sitting. Like that, like I get what you're saying, Mike. But this is not about he's not playing young guys. He is playing young guys. But the guys have to perform. And Reddish has kind of been hot and cold. And I've been all over this. I've I've said. He should play. I want to see what he's got. All right, we saw him play. And you saw flashes of good. And then you're like, all right, today he's not here. Or this second half, he wasn't there. And that, you know, that so there's now a, a young guy on the bench going, when am I going to get my shot? That's Deuce McBride. All right, you get your shot now. Quinn Grimes had to get through an injury. He's available. He's healthy. When am I getting my shot? All right, you got your shot. You're in the starting lineup. He's not giving that back. So it's, it's the problem is you can't play everyone. That's the problem. But, I mean, they're literally sitting the oldest guy on the team. Who makes a ton of money? Sat him, like you know, Derrick Rose sat, not playing, yeah, so that other the young guys can play. There's a lot of arguments you can make, you know, when it comes to Tibbs and all that stuff, but you can't make that young guy's argument anymore. At least I don't think so. Yeah, and no. I watch every single game. Hey, contract, contract the obligated. 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> like me and Jet and yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, said, Did you see that part? There, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are times I don't want to happen times, but 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 seriously, like you see it happening. So that's we'll see I what think. happens in the trade room. As I read his name came up as yeah, well. Yeah, it's going to. It has to, right? Because he's talented, and people think they can get more out of him, and you know, get more of an opportunity. We thought coming here. From Atlanta, he was going to get more of an opportunity, but we don't know if the everybody was on board with bringing him over. Yeah, I don't think I don't think everybody was on board with bringing him in, and so therefore, when he showed up, it was this immediate. Oh, he needs to play, and it's like, well, wait a minute, I got guys playing. Who am I going to bench for this guy that we really didn't? They didn't need a wing last right. year, but they went and got him, and then you know you have to wait your turn. Well, his turn came. There was an injury. He played, and he started to show you something. This year, same thing. Injuries happened. He had an opportunity, played, and he started to play well, and that was good to see. But then he got hurt. That didn't help. But the inconsistency, I think, is what the concern is. And defensively, there are times he plays well, and defensively, there are times where he's out to lunch. Yeah. And when you're a defensive coach, you don't you're not putting up with that. You're not putting up with that at and, all. And once there's another guy that's ready to play defense the way like yeah. you need him to play, that guy's going to play. Yeah, you want to get more minutes? Play defense. That's the reality of it all. All right, we continue with your calls. We got more of them to get to. We'll finish up with those. It's Barton Hunt, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bart and Han. Oh, come on now. It's unfair. Unfair. Mm. Little thundering Thursday. Oh. Mm. Yeah, mama said this for mine. Mama, this for you. Mama said, don't forget about the Isley brothers. We didn't even went Earth, Wind, and Fire. Dun, dun, dun. What's my what's my uh, what's my uh stand in the groove? Uh Frankie Beverly Mays. Now everybody hears this, right? The sample. They think of Biggie. And they think they it's think Biggie. About Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. Love it when you call me big. Big Yeah, this is the Izzy brother, baby. In between the shizzies. This grown, you know what my, my, my parents used to say back grown folk stuff? grown folk music, youngster. <laughs> like baby boy. Aw, oh, youngster. Let's take it off of you out of respect for that woman. If he was in prison, I'd make you fix it. That music your parents would have been. Yeah, I was on a brother, but it's going to third strike. Since I, I had told relations. you, young brother. Told you, young brother. Don't F with me. <laughs> Jody, Jody. It's Barton Hodd. Most of the country going, thank God this stuff, this show is going away. Thank God. I don't understand a damn thing they're talking about. Like, uh, you, you got that going on somewhere in this country, right? Joe, yeah, they the like, hell are they talking about now? Big up, Fort Myers. Straight up. We love it. What you. up? Who is this Joe to see y'all talk about? <laughs> it's V-Week at ESPN. We partnered with the V-Foundation. To highlight the urgent need for cancer research, this is game-changing research that helps save lives. You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. Bart, I'm actually, I've been donating. I'm going to donate again today, mainly because I just got word from a friend of mine uh, who's been going through a a battle with cancer. He had uh, thought he had won the battle, rang the bell, and just got some news today that 
He's going to have to keep fighting. Yeah. Man. So, you know, that's why it's, it's the research we are part that of this. allows us to keep fighting. Yeah. So I'm thinking about you, Chris, if you're listening. But, um, you know, he's a fighter and beat it once, keep beating it, right? That's the way, that's the way it is. So we got week 14, Bart, tonight. It begins. And it's, it's one of those is it a Met game or is it a, yeah, no, let's watch this. Raiders, Rams, Baker could play. Man. He could play. They just got him off waivers. He could play. <sighs> But if you're no no Cooper Cup, if you are eight is like this man. is there's still some life left in that body somehow some way. All right, let me ask you if this: If I'm Allen are Robinson, you, I'm like man, I left Chicago for this. <laughs> this. All right, so we know it's on the it's on the app. You watch it on your smart TV, Amazon Prime. Now you got to put it separate. You can't do last channel. You can't like flip yeah. back and forth. Are you locking in on this game, or are you going to wait till the second half? Be honest. Well, I want I want to see first of all who's starting, and I want to see you know how how Derek Carr looks because even if they don't make it to the postseason, they have to finish strong and to sell optimism because you talk about this team had high aspirations, mm-hmm. and up to this point, the you you would you, you, you would ask who was the bigger disappointment, the Denver Broncos or the Raiders? You would say both. But you know, if they, I if the they, Broncos if they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember, remember, the Raiders had to win the last two games to be able to be respectable because they had a low win total as well. So now you're trying to ask yourself, like, can they salvage this season and say, well, we didn't have Darren Waller, we got to make some tweaks here and there. We'll be back for next year because right now it's looking like it has to be major changes in Denver. Right now, they're trying to stay face and say, hey, we're putting in a How new system. Fix that? And Devontae Adams is still you know, an outstanding f- football player. I thought that Chandler Jones would have a better season than what he was having. You know, we yeah. I told you before, I thought he was going to be a Jet. It didn't work out That's that right. way. But, um, you know, Josh McDaniels, second bite at the apple, not getting off Ooh. to a great start. The Jets? <laughs> well, if you look at it, uh, just the, the, the playoff picture in the AFC, on the bubble, of course, you have – uh, the Raiders, if they get the win tonight, it's only six, six wins. Well, the Chargers are six and six. The Pats are six and six, but they're six uh, and seven. Just, but they're six and seven. How do you figure that? I the, the, the Patriots got like the fourth hardest schedule remaining. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Jets are have the seven wins, so you'd have to be rooting for the Jets to have a. A fall off, or the Dolphins at eight and four, which you have already predicted the fall off. So the the potential for the Raiders is still there if they can get to a sixth win here with what would be then three weeks to go. It would give them a shot at getting nine and and still having a chance. So that, that's it. It's basically can you stay alive? Can you stay in the picture? Uh, and that's what they need to do. I mean, the Rams are essentially um, done. You know, you got to feel like it at this point. I mean, they are done. Yeah, at three and nine. I mean, they're not really in this thing, and they're not um, officially eliminated yet. So you know, we shall see. Let's grab a couple of calls here before we call it a day. Um, let's go to Kentucky and talk to Donald. Donald, how we doing? I'm doing all right. I'm from Kentucky, the land of hands. The land of hands. From the land of hands. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the best drops we ever yeah, got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, an underrated singer that was born after the eighties. Tevin Campbell. Oh yeah, we rock with Tevin Campbell. Like oh, the first Prince of all, found I know, listen, I know Tevin looked like he's young, but Tevin Campbell old as hell. Now Tevin Campbell got to be older than me. He definitely an '80s baby. You think so? It is no way in hell. Tevin can Campbell. we talk? I was a kid can when he said, "Can we, we talk? talk?" Yeah, let me see. Tevin Campbell, he's 46. 
Yeah, man, that dude old as hell. He's born in 74. Yeah, he's old as hell. He's born in 76. Good math. Well, 76, 74, mm-hmm. close enough. Actually, that up surprises to. me. I didn't realize he was that much closer to my age. Well, that's because like- I thought Lorenzo, he was like a baby it's when like I Loren- heard him. Lorenzo Tate, the whole Tate family, is 75 years old. You just don't know. Because <laughs> when you don't grow, as a black man, when you don't grow facial hair, you rarely age. Like, it's the facial hair and all that stuff that kind of age you. Look at all the people that don't look young. DJ Quick look like he's 17 years old. You look at T.I., he look 15. Like, all the dudes, when you don't grow no facial hair, Dr. Dre all got them little whiskers that grow out. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, like, 70. <laughs> remember, he was singing, like, when disco was out. Remember? You remember what he said? Like, what Easy he said when he had him in his in, in, in uh, sequence? Dr. Dre More was a sheet thing. Tomorrow, everybody. Not a heat thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen and watch the guys on the ESPN app. This is the Barton Hahn Podcast.